live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. I wish I could walk down the aisle and find the little wooden seats where she sat, holding tight to her even younger sister, alone, terrified. She doesn't yet know how much she will suffer. She doesn't yet know she will find the strength to escape that suffering. That is still a long way off. The whole future is still unknown and she stares out at the vast country moving past her. I dream of going up to her and sitting down next to her, taking her in my arms and saying, look at me, listen to me. You will survive. You will have a good family of your own and three children. And as hard as it might be to imagine, your daughter will grow up and become the president of the United States. I am as sure of this as anything I have ever known. America is the greatest country in the world. And from tonight going forward, together, we will make America even greater than it has ever been for each and every one of us. Oh, that's racist. Thank you. God bless you. And may God bless America. Nobody cares. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I just got lightheaded, ladies and gentlemen. Somebody call and get her some Wham burgers and some French cries. Uh, because it sounds like somebody's got some crocodile tears going on right there. Uh, that is that was um, <coughs> never to be president. <laughs> former first lady, former failed secretary of state, former failed presidential candidate twice. Uh, that was her reading her 2016 victory speech. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> you have to have a victory to actually read a victory speech, but that was her reading her what was supposed to be her victory speech after she crushed Donald Trump after the uh, the, news is fake. After the fake news media said, <laughs> said she had a 95% chance of winning or whatever it was. Um, so I figured since she was going to cry over what she expected to, be, to, to have come to fruition, if she is going to pretend to cry or maybe she was having some real tears there i don't know maybe maybe part of me feels bad for an older lady who wishes that you know as a woman she could have broke that grass that glass ceiling but if she's going to come on tv and cry over what she expected to be done well let me pretend to also cry over what i expected to be done surrounding hillary rodham clinton as well (laughs) if only i was so excited to to finally see some justice for the people that brutally died in in, in Benghazi at, at the 
lack of leadership of Hillary Clinton and then blame it on somebody who made a cartoon. <laughs> and I was also hoping to be able to read the 30,000 30, e emails that she deleted and, and, and used bleach bit and actual hammers to destroy the hard drives. I was hoping that one day I would be able to show those 30,000 emails to my kids and say, see kids, you can't get away with this kind of stuff in the United States. And, and, and in the end, I was hoping to also... <laughs> In the end, I was also hoping that we would see some justice since Hillary Clinton and the DNC paid for a fake dossier to try to set up a duly elected president and attempt a coup, but none of that happened. Yet. <laughs> anyway, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Live from America. What a start for the show, huh? Welcome to Live from America. It is December 8th, year of our Lord, 2021. Today is Wednesday. We are halfway through the week, the week and I have your ever-so-humble, God-fearing and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you from the live, free, or die state, granite state, of New Hampshire, ladies and gentlemen, and we are, of course, live on Real America's Voice News. We are live on Rumble. We are live on Firestick. We are live on Roku, and we are live on Getter, ladies and gentlemen, and of course, thank you to our digital distribution partners here at Real America's Voice News for helping get live from America to the masses, of course. You have access to Real America's Voice News not only online but through the app, which you can get on both Android and your Apple phone, uh, Play Store, and of course digital TV uh, platforms like Pluto, uh, Select TV, Android TV, Apple TV, Samsung TV, and Dish Network Channel 219. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining in tonight. As always, it's a blast to have you here. And of course, I had to open up with that cold open because cringe 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 if you're watching on social media please let me know where you're from let me know your names so i can highlight you for a minute and of course we are finally live on getter ladies and gentlemen so i want to shoot over to getter and say hello to the people that are watching over there vicky vale is watching on getter she says she loves the emojis um we've got steven says getter is so much better now and of course real baron says from day one Make America great again. And of course, on Rumble, ladies and gentlemen, where our family, a majority of our family resides, we've got Corn Pop coming out of the basement to watch me uh, give him some bad news about his administration. Um, thank you very much. Uh, Heels Gal says, I'm a riot, and she's a riot as well. Sharon is watching. Good to see you, Sharon. Thank you very much for joining in tonight. Uh, who else we've got? We've got Sandy from OHIO. She says hello to the Real America's Voice News family. Carol from Pennsylvania. Pam from Ohio as well. We've got Nick watching, Russ from Alabama, Nancy from Ridgefield, Connecticut. God bless you, Nancy. Thank you for watching. Brenda Hines is always on time watching from the beautiful peach state of Georgia. Who else we got watching here tonight? We've got uh, Nick Ratliff is watching tonight. Thank you. Martha from snowy Connecticut. Yes, it snowed here today too. And it was a beautiful, beautiful light snow. Perfect for the Christmas season. And uh, let's see, Tammy from Redlands, California. Kathy from Blue Springs, Missouri is watching. And one more here. Let's give it to Kathy Hamilton watching from Central New York. And, of course, welcome to everybody watching on Real America's Voice News as well. And, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I want to read to you a survey before we get to Jesus Calling tonight that I thought was pretty incredible. In 2018, 
Gallup, there was a Gallup poll done in 2018 about how many Americans believed in God. And then it broke it down even further about how many Americans believed in the, the God of the Bible, how many Americans believed in Jesus, how many Americans believed that there was a God, but they didn't know who. And it broke it down piece by piece. But in a Gallup poll done in 2018, the, uh, the percentage of Americans who believed in the God of the Bible was down to a all an all-time low, which was 50%. Only 50% of Americans in 2018 believed in the God of the Bible. But ladies and gentlemen, the beauty behind God and how he works and what he does in order to bring a nation back to him is absolutely miraculous. Because a new poll was done. And a majority of Americans, and when I say majority, I mean 58%, ladies and gentlemen, it has went up. Uh, from 50% to 58% in just just under two years. Well, going on three years, excuse me, going on three years. 58% uh, define their God as one described in the Bible. And another one-third, ladies and gentlemen, another one-third, which is 32%, believe in a God or a spiritual power, although not necessarily that of the Bible. All told, 9 in 10 Americans out of the 6,500 that were surveyed believe in some higher power working out in our world. So if you have 58% who believe in the God of the Bible now, and you have 32%, ladies and gentlemen, that actually believe that there is a God, but they're not quite sure what it is, those people will ultimately, hopefully, uh, find their way to Jesus. And ladies and gentlemen, if not all of them, at least some of them, and that is good news. That means God is working behind the scenes, things are happening, and he is bringing this nation back to him. What a wonderful way to start out the show today. I could not be more happy, and I don't think I could not be any more blessed after hearing such a wonderful, wonderful uh piece of news like that. And I got that right before the show started uh, tonight as well. So ladies and gentlemen, here we go. December 8th, year of our Lord, 21, 2021. The more frequently you look to me for help, the more you will find me faithful. I sustain you moment by moment, so there is never a time when you don't need. <clears throat> need me, I should say, excuse me. Awareness of your neediness is actually a rich blessing. Connecting you to me and my abundant supply. Awareness to your neediness is actually a rich blessing. That's that's incredible, um, and uh, where you can where this is pulling from is First Samuel sixteen seven, which reads, "The Lord does not look at the things man looks at; man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart." And also coming from Psalm sixteen eight, "I have set the Lord continually before me, because He is at my right hand; I shall not be moved." And before you turn out the light tonight, folks, rely on me now. In, and in whatever may come, this is the way that I want you to live. And it is a, uh, is, for the most part, it is a stress-free, stress anxiety-free life. Knowing, ladies and gentlemen, that all of those problems, all of those problems, all of those bricks that people put in your backpack throughout the day are not building up in that backpack and weighing you down from your shoulders. No, ladies and gentlemen, Jesus walks with you and removes those heavy bricks out of that backpack of life every time somebody drops one in. And he has no problem carrying that weight. And having said that, folks, let's get to the Lord's Prayer. You and me, me and you, you and I, whatever way you want to say it, let's collectively 
collectively lift our voices up and worship the God of the Bible for doing such amazing things, uh, not only with his creation, but all the way down to little old us. Let's all join together, folks. It's a great, great moment. And remember, tis the season, and the reason for the season is Jesus. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. 58%, ladies and gentlemen, up 8% from just three years ago. Unbelievable. That's the way God moves. Anyway, we're going to take our first commercial break here on Real America's Voice News because that's how bills are paid. And when we come back for the first and foremost section of the day, we are going to be getting into what's going on with Mark Meadows, the J6 Unselect Committee, Steve Bannon, and his court date that is now set for his misdemeanor charge. <laughs> Laptop from hell. No, no, no. This is going to be the misdemeanor from hell and i don't think what they understand what kind of a uh, can of worms they've opened we'll be right back with more live from america right after this commercial break stay tuned and for all of you people watching on rumble god bless you for you watching on roku fire stick and getter god bless you you are my family ladies and gentlemen and you've been here since the beginning all i ask is that whatever platform you are on share 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 like you've never shared before because we are just now hitting a stride here on live from america we're hitting a new stride after all of the censorship after all of the silencing after all of the fighting the money going into websites trying to open up things on different platforms figuring out how to make sure that we can go live there and making sure that we fund the proper software and equipment for all of it to happen ladies and gentlemen if you remember not even one full year ago we were completely banned from the major major social media platforms that there are out there facebook twitter and youtube not even a year ago and as far as youtube goes it was just a few short months ago not even a couple months ago we were banned completely think about that folks banned completely from the major social media platforms and it devastated me and it crushed the message and guess what happened you guys through the grace of god and through all of your kindness and compassion with your donations and your help and your love and your prayers and your inspirations ladies and gentlemen we are now on what how many platforms are we on now let me go to let me go to jeremyharrell.com real quick let me just look and see how many platforms that we're on now back then it was just those three and it wasn't even twitter because i never used twitter twitter now here we go let's check it out rumble real america's voice news getter roku fire stick tiktok clout hub telegram instagram rss podcast iheart radio and much more in the future ladies and gentlemen we are no longer messing around and you see what happens when when, when people take things away from you unjustly then God makes sure that you find a path back and that you get back 10 times what was taken from you. And that is exactly what happened here on Live from America. I could not be happier. I would like to thank. Somebody said they can't get any sound on Getter. I would like to thank uh, Jay Van Brown who said, boy." Let me just go see if we can get sound on Getter while we're on this quick commercial break. Um, and let me see how it's working over there. I did a test this afternoon and it worked great. Let's see here. 
Working fine on Getter from what I see. And if you are on your mobile app, if you touch your mobile app, right up here you can actually turn your screen sideways so that the so that the um, the words are not over the face so that they're off to the left. We did we worked out all these kinks earlier when we did the test. Uh, but it's it, it's truly great. The only thing about that over there on Getter uh, is it's just for me it's it, it's another option. It's another path and another uh, pathway for you guys to find live from America. Uh, the one thing about uh, Rumble is the fact that uh, I think it's a better video platform right now. But also the fact that you can donate right through Rumble. So if you don't want to send checks or you don't want to become a monthly donor on JeremyHerald.com, you can do it right on Rumble. And that has been a huge, huge thing uh, for live from America, especially moving forward with the. The studio and keep your fingers crossed with a new producer really soon. We definitely need that new producer. That's going to take the show into a whole new stratosphere. And I believe we're not only hitting stride with the show, but we're also hitting a stride biblically in in how I I uh, I, I do the newsletters and 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 just what God's directing us towards. I think we're going to make some major changes for this world in 2022 all of us together again please share the video i am clicking the like button right now on rumble it shows we only have 628 likes but we got about 4,000 people watching so i'd appreciate the help here we go let's get back to the first and foremost section of today Welcome back. If you're watching on Real America's Voice News, it's an honor to have you here. Of course, the social media audience is always live, and we never lose touch from the beginning of the show to the end of the show. And it's always great conversations, too, on the social media platforms. Anyway, I'm ready. I know you're ready. Let's get to the first and foremost section of today. Liz Cheney is super mad, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, and I love it when that yellow Teletubby, that warmongering nobody who's accomplished literally nothing and gotten where she's got, uh, because of the fact that she has the last name Cheney. Ladies and gentlemen, either way, she is super mad, and the unselect committee of Uniparty Swamp Donkeys have announced that they will move forward with contempt charges on Mark Meadows for changing his mind about cooperating with their, what is this, witch hunt number five? When are they going to get it, ladies and gentlemen? I told you the other day, the definition of insanity is trying to do the same thing over and over again, using the same tactics and failing every time, but expecting a different outcome. These people are truly the dumbest of the dumb. If they were a record player, it would be stuck on stupid, stuck on stupid, stuck on stupid, if you get my drift. These people are absolutely out of their minds because they don't understand that every time they try to do this, it backfires on them, and it's really bad for the country. It not only costs the country money, but it costs the country in, in, in uh, emotions, and, and it, it stresses the country out. It divides people even more, and really there's nothing that's going to be done out of it when it's, when it's all said and done. Nothing is going to happen. So if you're, just, if you're just coming out of that rock from last week and you haven't paid attention to the news this week, not only has Roger Stone uh, said that he will plead the fifth and not cooperate with the J6 Unselect Committee, but now Mark Meadows, who formally said that he would cooperate and that he would give them any documents that they were asking for until he started to realize that the only reason they were bringing him in front of them was to basically pry into that executive privilege just to get to President Donald Trump, just so they could get some gotcha moments, so they could have some uh, sound bites, and that they could probably if you ask me, end up putting somebody in a position where they would be committing perjury. Because this is what these people are good at. 
But here's some good news, ladies and gentlemen. I believe that's good news anyway. Thank God Mark Meadows actually woke up. I don't know if it was President Trump who finally got to him or if it was somebody else. Long story short, Mark Meadows actually grew a spine and said, you know what, I'm not going to do that because I was pretty PO'd when Mark Meadows said, yeah, I'll cooperate with all of your worthless interrogations. So big shout out to Mark Meadows for actually doing what was right. Now, let's move on to what is going on with Steve Bannon because now there is a court date set for Mr. Bannon to go and face his charges in a trial, ladies and gentlemen, for July of 2022. This is really funny. I'm going to play a video for you from disgraced, fired, worthless loser Andrew McCabe exactly how bad this is for the J6 committee and how bad this is for Democrats and how good this is for Steve Bannon. But you got to understand, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Steve Bannon is right where he wants to be. He literally got the court to grant him basically seven months for him and his attorneys to gear up and get ready for this trial. But that's not the worst part of it for the Democrats. That's not the worst part of it for Adam uh, Kinzinger and Yellow Teletubby warmongering Liz Cheney and the rest of the J6 Unselect Committee. No, no. What's bad for them is you're giving Steve Bannon seven months to extract and to force you in his defense, because he has the right to it, to hand over um, documents, video footage, and anything that is requested in order to help him in his defense. And all of these documents, all of this video footage, all of these thousands and thousands of hours of video footage, Nancy Pelosi and the J6 Unselect Committee don't want out in the public eye. And But un unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, for them, they're too stupid to understand Steve Bannon's got them right where he wants them. Again, misdemeanor charge from hell. This is only going to work in his favor. And I'd like to say God bless Donnie C for the donation on social media. Thank you so very much, sir. I'd like to thank Nolan Wallace and, of course, J. Van Brown for... Um, you know, for parting with some much hard-earned money right now, especially with everything that's going on. But this is this is proven to be bad for the J6 committee and the Democrats, ladies and gentlemen. Re let me read read for you a little bit about this. Steve Bannon's court date for not participating in the January 6th kangaroo court is now set for next July. This gives Bannon a half a year to attempt to obtain government reports showing their illegal actions, and I believe it will show the FBI involvement as well, uh, related to the January 6th protests. A federal judge yesterday set a tentative date for July 18th for the start of the trial. And um, the trial is scheduled the last two weeks. And Judge Carl Nichols ruled after hearing from federal prosecutors and lawyers for Bannon during a hearing in U.S. District Court in Washington. The ruling split the difference between the requests from the prosecutors, who wanted a speedy trial, of course they did, in mid-April, and the latest... Uh, and Bannon's lawyers who requested 10 months of time to prepare. I believe six, seven months is perfect amount of time. The House voted to hold Bannon in contempt of Congress in late October for refusing to comply with the subpoena for documents and testimony that was issued by the unselect January 6th committee. CNN <laughs> had, a, uh, had a corrupt cop and a former FBI director, Andrew McCabe, who will be uh, held re responsible for what he's done. Don't, don't forget about that. And, and I actually mentioned that in my song, Drain the Swamp, which you can hear on JeremyHerald.com as well. Uh, they, went on, CNN, they went on at CNN to discuss Steve Bannon's case. McCabe, who lied under oath and who was never charged for these crimes. Uh, how, uh, however, CNN believes that he, he's the trustworthy guy. The guy who lied under oath, who's a disgraced loser. That's who CNN believes is a trustworthy guy and brings on to talk about this. Of course. Of course he is. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, let me play you this video. This is not, like I said, this is not good news 
for the left, and this is not good news for the January 6th committee. Listen to what Andrew McCabe says about how this benefits Steve Bannon really more than anyone else. So the marquee witnesses like Steve Bannon and Mark Meadows, um, the pressure tactics don't seem to be working. Andrew, how much does Steve Bannon and, and frankly any other Trump ally who, who chooses to go that route will be able to use legal maneuvers to jam up the investigation well into, into next summer? I think Steve Bannon is likely to be very successful at that, but he's an individual who is really not similar to any other witness. To to defy the government and to uh, you know to pursue pursue this course in which he's likely to go to trial, this is great for him, right? It puts him on the front page. It it burnishes his reputation as a bomb thrower and everything else. So he really has nothing to lose by going in this direction. And even if he goes to trial and loses and exhausts all of his appeals, none of that results in compelling him to actually testify and provide information. So Steve Bannon is essentially a lost cause for the committee. They're never going to get information out of him, whether this his process concludes before their investigation does or not. Gloria, I mean, in, in terms of Mark Meadows, it looked like he was trying to kind of walk a fine line between not wanting to be held in contempt of Congress which can then be expensive to, you know, litigate and not wanting to get on the former president's bad side. <laughs> it's not going to bode well, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's not going to bode well for the January 6th committee. All of this bullying, all of this pressure, these pressure tactics, all of this, uh, all of these, uh, you know, attack Tactics are not going to work on people like Steve Bannon. They're not going to work on people like Roger Stone. They're apparently not going to work on people like Mark Meadows, and they're definitely not going to work on President Donald J. Trump. Again, this is only just to try to do anything they can to try to jam these guys up in any way they can with a perjury case or lying to Congress because of a, a, a redundant amount of, of ridiculous questions that all say the same thing but get different answers just so they can perjure you. Nobody's going to fall for this. They can't stand it. They know there's nothing they're going to be, be able to do about it, and it's pretty much the beginning of the end for all of them. Steve Bannon's right where he wants to be. Believe that. Believe that. And speaking of harassment, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about harassment in a different form. Right now, the Democrats have politicized and weaponized COVID-19 and the vaccination, knowing that they would be able to cause even more divide in this country. Okay? And this has driven a wedge not only in our workplaces, but it's driven a, a wedge in between people at school, people who shouldn't even be talking about politics like elementary school kids. It's driven a wedge between our families. It's driven a wedge between some friends, neighbors, and they absolutely love it, ladies and gentlemen, because the more they can divide this country, the more they can divide we the people, the better off they are with power, with money, and they can stay drunk with power, and they can stay in office for like 30 and 40 years, which is more than most kings in the history of this United uh, of, of the world, I should say. Uh, most kings and queens didn't stay in power as long as some of these senators have remained in power, and it's absolutely sickening, Okay. And really, the division right now over this COVID-19 vaccine is to be or not to be vaccinated. I could care less. You can sit next to me unmasked whether you're a vaccinated person or an unvaccinated person. Guess who's, who's uh, it's none of my business to ask you if you're vaccinated. It's none of your business to ask me if I'm vaccinated. Matter of fact, when people ask me if I'm vac vaccinated right now, I completely change the subject, turn it around and say, have you ever had a sexually transmitted disease? Just like Brnovich and, 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 and uh, Ron DeSantis has done. Have you ever had a sexually transmitted disease? Have you ever, actually, have you ever had uh, homosexual thoughts? 
And I really put it back on them. It's none of my business to know the answers to those questions, just like it's none of their business to know the answer, or none of their business to know whether I'm vaccinated or not. But that's not going to stop people on the left. Oh, no, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to play a video for you right now of the White House press secretary room, the press room, where leftist nut job Brian Karam, we'll call him Brian Karen because he's acting like a Karen, Brian Karen bullied and humiliated Dr. M. Anthony Harbour, who works for Intermountain Christian News, for not being vaccinated. By the way, they're both masked up, okay? By the way, Brian Karen actually works for Playboy and CNN. So that tells you all you need to know about these kind, about this kind, this guy. But let me play this video for you. It's going to be very hard to hear. But before I play the video for you, let me break down the transcript and what was actually said. Uh, and then once you once you actually hear what was actually said, maybe it'll be a lot easier to hear the video because it's very hard to understand. Okay? I just can't believe this kind of stuff is going on. There's a transcript here that I had pulled up. Let me uh, let me try to find it and read it for you. Yeah, no, it doesn't look like I have the transcript handy. So let me just play it for you in anyway. Oh, here we go. Here it is. It says, uh, Brian Karen says to, to, to Dr. Harper, um, six feet away, Anthony. So Anthony's getting close to him. He says, six feet away, Anthony, you're not vaxxed. I love you, but you're not vaxxed. And Dr. Harper says, man, I feel like I, I, I need to have a yellow star on. And Brian Karam says, no, that would equate to the Holocaust. And then starts talking to him about how there's no, there's no comparison between that and the Holocaust. All right. Then Dr. Anthony Harper says, should vaccinated people get tested for COVID? And then, of course, Brian Karam flips out some more and says, everybody can still get it. I don't want to pass it on to anybody else with some more stuff. But then Dr. Harper says, a lot of Christians in America know what's going on. And Brian Karen reaches back and says, well, I'm a Christian in America. Don't preach to me. Get vaccinated. I mean, this is the kind of humiliation and the kind of bully tactics that the left is using all the way up to, I mean, these guys have to be 50, 60, 70 years old. And this is the kind of crap. This is the kind of schoolyard bullying that's happening in our institutions today. Unbelievable. Let me turn this up for you so you can hear it. He says, you know damn well anybody can still get it. Well, then what's the sense of getting the vaccination? <laughs> and, and Harper goes, only beavers build dams. <laughs> Hold on. There's more. So there you go. He says, I'm a Christian in America. Don't preach to me. Yeah, highly doubt it. But I'm not here to question anybody's Christianity. I just highly doubt it when you're acting like that, acting like a bully and humiliating somebody for their choice not to get vaccinated. You don't know what that person's problem is. You don't know what that person's health problem is. Just a ridiculous way to act 
And hopefully, ladies and gentlemen, all of these people repent. If he really is a Christian, uh, hopefully he'll repent. And, of course, we'll pray for him. We're going to take a break, ladies and gentlemen, here on Real America's Voice News. This is Live from America. We have much more to talk about. I hope you stick around. Thank you very much. Stay tuned. And we will be right back right after this. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell. Cancel culture has not only affected myself and my pillow, but millions of you out there. Before all this started, I had already written in my memoir, I dedicate this book to anyone that's looking for hope. Well, right now we're all looking for hope. I believe that my story is gonna bring inspiration and hope to everyone. By the time you're done reading my book, you will believe that with God, all things are possible. To thank you all for your support, I'm offering some of my best prices ever on my pillow products, including this exclusive bundle. You get my book, and these five my pillows they all have beautiful scenes and verses from the bible such as isaiah 41 10 do not fear for i am with you this six-pack bundle is regularly 219 now it's just 99.98 and free shipping with your promo code go to mypillow.com and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below thank you and god bless God bless you too, Mike. And I just wanted to notice, Nick Ratliff says he believes that he gets under my skin sometimes, but I still love him and his show, and that's what it makes for uh, makes this show great. I don't, I don't think you've ever gotten under my skin. Matter of fact, I love you, and I gave you the Smarty Award the other day. Remember, I don't read everything. <laughs> I don't read everything. I did read now that Laura just said, "Where's all the rumbles?" It only takes a second, folks. That's right. It only takes a second. Let's get your rumble up there, ladies and gentlemen. We are, by the way, we are up to 373,924 rumbles. I would love to see that number get way up there uh, by the end of this year. And by the way, folks, I believe we're up to almost 150 businesses on the American Strong Business page. We're only 100 away from getting to our goal by the end of this month. So I know some of you out there own small businesses. Maybe you own medium or large businesses. Put them on there as long as you're American and as long as you uh, uh, watch this show and, and even if you don't watch the show and you have friends who want to be on this business directory, it's absolutely free and thousands and thousands of people are drawn there. They can break it down by industry and they can break it down and filter it down by region. It's great. The more we have on there, the more opportunities we have to shop at stores that uh, are run by people that are like-minded and that, that feel the same way we do so all boats can rise. And pretty soon, ladies and gentlemen, at uh, probably around February, once I get caught up on everything, by sending Bibles out and everything, we're going to start another directory for people looking for jobs where they don't have to get the shot or wear a mask or go outside any of the norms that they're used to. So we're making a difference, and it's all because of you guys. I appreciate it so very much. Who are you going to call? Uh, who were you going to call today? Well, we were going to call the restaurant in um, San Francisco. I do have the number. I'm all ready to call them, but they're closed on Wednesdays. So we'll call them tomorrow, okay? Don't worry. I've got that covered, and I'm ready to do it. Uh, Miss Brink, Ann Brink says, five bucks here because you are my sanity. Love you, girl. Thank you, Ann. All right. You are tuned in to Live from America, and you're watching, of course, Real America's Voice News, the fastest-growing news network in the nation right now. And we don't mince words. We know that we are not a middle-of-the-road network. We know that we are a conservative news network. And guess what? Nobody's afraid to say it, and nobody's going to apologize for it, folks. Earlier today, I reported on Live from America on the 11 o'clock uh, AM show that Pope Francis 
is dying and the Vatican does not expect him to make it through 2022. Today, ladies and gentlemen, the Pope was on the, uh, the papal plane. The head of the Catholic Church, Pope Francis, made a very controversial statement in his last dying days. And I'm saying that within, could be 365 days. But apparently his health is deteriorating quickly. But he was on a plane, on his papal plane today, and he made a statement that's got national attention for what he said. And this is what he said. He says that sins of the flesh are not the most serious sins. Pride and hatred are the most serious sins. Now, if you are a non-believer... If you do not follow the words of Jesus Christ and you are not familiar with the gospel, you might think that what he is saying is deep, philosophical, and probably true. But if you are a follower of Christ in any way, shape, or form, and you have a relationship with God, then you understand that there is no sin that is more serious than another. God does not pick and choose or rate your sins from 1 to 10, 1 being not that bad, 10 being the most serious. At least in, in as far as I know, God does not rate your sin, okay? Sins of the flesh are literally just as bad as sins like hatred and pride, but not according to Pope Francis, who seems to think that sins of the flesh are not as bad as sins like hatred and pride. It sounds to me like the Pope in his dying days is crazy talking, or it sounds to me like he has an agenda, because he should know ladies and gentlemen, that there is no sin worse than another sin. And the only sin that is unforgivable is when you deny the Holy Spirit knowing the Holy Spirit exists. Okay? This has drawn a lot of controversy all over the world today, ladies and gentlemen, from Catholics, Baptists, Lutherans, uh, Presbyterians, all walks of life. People are all over the Internet complaining about what he said. And I agree with that complaint. Now, the best thing we can do is pray for the Pope in his last days, pray for whatever sins and, 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 and misstatements that he has made. Um, we all do. We all misspeak all the time. We all say things we probably wish we wouldn't have said, and we all sin. But sin is sin, ladies and gentlemen, and there is no sin worse than another. Look, if I go out right now and cheat on my wife, if I betray my wife's trust, and I betray her faith and her love in me, and I go out and I sleep with somebody... I am pretty sure that God looks at that sin the same as he would if I thought that I was better than everybody else and hated people because they were from a certain region, they belonged to a certain religion, or they had a certain color of skin, or maybe because of their culture. God does not differentiate between those two, uh, those two sins, okay? And it's unfortunate that this Pope has been such a disappointment. It is so unfortunate for the Catholic Church from the top all the way to the bottom, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that this man uh, has been placed in the position that he was put in. And I don't still understand what happened to Pope Benedict and how this guy got put in the way he did. It was really odd. But ladies and gentlemen, if you are just joining in, the Pope is, according to the Vatican, dying. And they are already preparing for that to happen. So uh, that's going on. And he's made those really, really odd statements about which sins are better than other sins and which sins are worse than what sin is sin. At least as far as I'm concerned, anyway. Anyway, not a very popular pope. I like to call him the nope. <laughs> uh, and speaking of not very popular, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about Joe Biden. Because Joe Biden 
is so unpopular right now that only 24% of the country, or is it 23? I think it's 23% of the country believe that we're heading in the right direction, which means that 67% of the country believe that we're not heading in the right direction, and his poll numbers are reflecting that. Because amongst independents, he's still floating around 26 to 28%. Amongst uh, just overall, he's in the low 30s. The guy's not very popular. And another thing that he is, ladies and gentlemen, is weak. Joe Biden is about as weak as Mitch McConnell's chin in a bobbing for apples contest. I don't believe that Mitch McChina would be very good at bobbing for apples. And like I said, Joe Biden is about as weak as Mitch McChina's chin while trying to bob for apples, ladies and gentlemen. In a Zoom call with Vladimir Putin, he looked so weak. He looked so feeble. He looked so scared. And the funny thing about it is, is during this Zoom call with Vladimir Putin, Joe Biden was fumbling, trying to get his mic working. Why somebody else isn't doing this for him, I don't know. But he looked like an older man trying to use Zoom for the first time. Are you there? Oh, are you there? I've got hairy legs. Uh, African American. Come on, man. And he just looked terrible, weak, and and, and, and feeble. And the, And Vladimir Putin ended up using that clip of Joe Biden trying to get on a Zoom call with him as a uh, a clip to share around Russian media, which, which is exactly what happened. They took that small clip of Joe Biden not even being able to get on the Zoom call, and they shared it around all of the Russian media TV, making fun of the United States and basically uh, toying with Joe Biden. And now there's this massive conflict going on with Russia and the Ukraine, and this could not be better for Vladimir Putin. Joe Biden is talking tough, but Vladimir Putin is not playing around. And the only time he plays with Joe Biden is when he makes him look weak. And now Russia has actually threatened the United States, and they've threatened the United States by saying that there would be dangerous consequences for any United States provocations near the Russian border. Let me play you what Joe Biden first says about this conflict with Vladimir Putin, and then let me play you what the reporters from Fox News are saying as it pertains to the report that Vladimir Putin has said it's going to be dangerous consequences if you come near our borders. I hate to play it for you, but here is your sniffer in thief, resident Joe Biden. Meeting with Putin. I was very straightforward. There were no minced words. It was polite, but I made it very clear. If in fact he invades Ukraine, there will be severe consequences. Severe consequences. Economic consequences like none he's ever seen or ever have been seen in terms of being imposed. He knows his immediate response was he understood that. And I indicated that I knew he would respond, but beyond that, if in fact we would probably also be required to reinforce our our presence in NATO countries to reassure particularly those in the Eastern Front. In addition to that, I made it clear that we would provide the defensive capability to the uh, Ukrainians as well. The good news is, the good news, the positive news is that thus far our teams have been in constant contact. We hope by Friday we're going to be able to stay announced to you that we're having meetings at a higher level, not just with us, but with at least four of our major NATO allies and Russia to discuss the future of Russia's concerns relative to NATO writ large and whether or not we can work out any accommodations 
as it relates to bringing down the temperature along the eastern front. So you know what? Peace through strength. That guy is so weak and feeble. Every leader, especially every tyrannical leader, sees right through this guy like a like a pane of uh, 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 like a pane of uh, a window glass pane, and they're not scared of this guy in any way, shape, or form. He doesn't look like he'd be able to do anything. He wouldn't be the guy pulling the strings anyway. And apparently, whoever is Vladimir Vladimir Putin is not afraid of. But this was reported afterwards on Fox News. Check this out. Jackie Heinrich that the Russian Foreign Ministry has sent a note to the U.S. Embassy in Moscow warning of consequences of provocations near Russia's borders. Uh, and the spokesperson is remarking on that. Jackie Heinrich now live at the White House on the breaking news. Jackie. Hey, Sandra. Well, we've heard Russian President Vladimir Putin telling the U.S. basically to stop running missions close to its borders for the last few uh, days. But this note that was sent to the U.S. Embassy does come right after the Biden-Putin summit, uh, during which but uh, Putin told Biden that basically the R Russian buildup of troops along the Ukrainian border is purely defensive. They're trying to spin this as Russia is facing aggression from NATO countries and they're just responding to that, that they are, the idea that they're going to invade Ukraine is fake news. That kind of now, it, I, don't, I, don't, I don't doubt that Russia is spinning something because that's what Russia does. But wasn't it just the Democrats that were screaming, oh, Russia, 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 Trump is colluding with Russia, 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 Russia. It sounds like to me they've been wanting some conflict with Russia for a long time. Be careful what you wish for, because you might just get it. Not a good look. Remember, Donald Trump kept us out of all major wars and was nominated for Nobel Peace Prizes for separate occasions. Meanwhile, the Democrats do what the Democrats always do best, get us into another senseless war, kill our children, kill our uh, men and women uh, for nothing, all because of some kind of a... Uh, some kind of a, a urinating contest. We'll call it that. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we will be right back with more Live from America. We do have to take another quick break. Uh, please stay tuned. Uh, about two and a half minutes and we'll be right back. Thank you very much. God bless. Now, I would like to address somebody that said that I was lying. I saw on Rumble that somebody said that it's nowhere to be found on the Vatican website that the Pope is dying. Well, the first people to actually report this was Fox News. After Fox News reported it, Newsmax reported it. After Newsmax reported it, I saw Real America's Voice News, OAN, Epic Times, The Gateway Pundit, and The Federalist all report this. Okay? Um, and this is coming straight from the Vatican. And on The Gateway Pundit, they said they're actually preparing for this to happen. And they're getting ready for what they call, or what they do when a Pope is, is getting ready to pass away. And I'm sure they're vetting other people. So if I'm lying, I guess Real America's Voice News is lying. Gateway Pundit is lying. I guess Epic Times is lying. And I guess OAN and Newsmax are also lying. I don't care about Fox News or any of the others. But uh, that's where it's being reported. No, I do not have a reporter living inside the Vatican. So no, I don't have first-hand knowledge but the people that i'm getting it from i uh, i know reporters in these fields and they're not lying so i guess time will tell right i'm not in the business of sitting on here telling lies just so you know um so there's always that i want to uh, i want to play a quick commercial real quick while i get some some uh, paperwork ready and i'll be right back and we'll go right into the uh the next segment here on real Amer on real america's voice news be right back guys Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped me MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. 
Over the last 12 years, you've helped my pillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got my pillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well rested in the morning. That's why I invented my pillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled my pillow. And to thank you for your support, I'm going to pass the savings directly on to you. Go to mypillow.com right now to get deep discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you can get my premium my pillows regularly $69.98, now just $29.98, the lowest price ever. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, is mypillow.com. Ah, can't please everybody, right, ladies and gentlemen? Although I'm doing my best. And if I am wrong for whatever reason, you know dang well I'll always come back and tell you where I was wrong. But I highly doubt I'm wrong when it comes to the story of the Pope. I mean, it came straight from the Vatican uh, to Fox News first. That's the first place that I saw it break. So, um, and SL Holmes says, I saw Pope News on Catholic Watchdog site. Oh, no. Oh, no. Watch out. They're lying. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, let's get right back to it because we got about five stories and not very, very much time left. Welcome back to Live from America here from the Live Free or Die State. I am Jeremy Harrell, the host of the show, and it's an honor to have you guys watching all over the country on all these major social media and TV platforms. The governor of Maine, Janet Mills, not a big fan, not a big fan, but she has activated the National Guard to stop oceanic flooding in portland no 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 that's not right that's not all right no let me let me let me start over janet mills has activated the national guard to stop the riots from all of the radicalized white supremacists no 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 that's not right either let me get this right janet mills activated the national guard to rescue everybody from the deadly omicron variant that's terrorizing the neighbor no no that's not right either oh okay let me get to the real story janet mills activated the national guard in maine to fully staff the hospitals that no longer have nurses and hospital and healthcare workers because they were fired by the hospital for not getting vaccinated I guess on the flip side, if they were ever to be brought back to the hospital, Biden would call it a created job and put it in the win column because that's all they're doing anyway by saying that he's creating jobs. But let me read you this story as it's just as crazy as anything else that's going on. She has activated the National Guard to staff hospitals after firing on vaccinated healthcare workers. <clears throat> Janet Mills in August announced that healthcare workers in Maine must be fully vaccinated by October 29th. The Liberty Council filed a lawsuit on behalf of approximately 2,000 healthcare workers in August. On October 29th, the Supreme Court, in a 6 3 vote, rejected the healthcare workers' request in Maine. Three conservative justices, Neil Gorsuch, Clarence Thomas, and Samuel Alito, said that they would have ruled in favor of the Christian group seeking relief from the COVID 19 vaccine mandate. Hospitals in Maine are now understaffed due to Mills COVID vaccine mandate. The Bangor Daily News reported that Governor, Governor Mills announced Wednesday that she's activating the National Guard to augment short health care staffing and requesting federal help for two. Uh, hospitals amid a record COVID-19 surge. Ooh, I bet they're all vaccinated too. It was It was an extraordinary response coming as Maine's hospitals struggle with the surge of patients that have pushed many to a capacity or just below it. Maine called upon the National Guard last year to help stand up temporary hospitals in the event that hospitals were overwhelmed, which they never were, but those measures were never put into place. 
So ladies and gentlemen, here we are with rhinos and Democrat governors who clearly are unqualified to do the job, causing a mistake, creating an environment where they then have to ask for help in federal dollars and activate the National Guard to go and work at the hospitals because they fired all of the people who work there. This is called backwards, ladies and gentlemen. This is called upside down. This is called unqualified. And this is called ridiculousness. And it's the same thing that's happening in New York and the same thing that's happening in all of these blue cities and states. However, look at Florida. Look at Florida, ladies and gentlemen. Fully staffed hospitals to, to, to deal with any kind of COVID-19 surge. And again, same thing happening down there. The majority of the people that are hospitalized right now from COVID-19 are vaccinated, not unvaccinated. So, if you live in Maine, I'm sorry about your governor. Um, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to move on because we got a lot more to go through. Um, since we're on the topic of being pathetic, I wanted to bring this story up next. Did you know that media giants like CNN, Fox News, NBC, the BBC, NPR, CBS, ABC, and MSNBC, along with big tech giants, Facebook and Twitter, have all been holding meetings in the White House with Biden and with White House staff. They've been holding meetings, ladies and gentlemen, for quite some time right now. Why? Well, they've been holding these meetings to build and reshape a narrative surrounding Biden's failed policies, his failed regime, from the economy to how he's handled COVID to the southern border and more. That means they've literally been colluding, ladies and gentlemen, with the White House. Something we all knew that they did anyway, but now they're doing it openly. They're colluding with the White House in order to reshape the narrative because they've lost the narrative. The poll numbers are not climbing back up. Vice President uh, Kamala Harris's staff is quitting left and right. Her poll numbers are falling too. Nothing they seem to do. Nothing. Even dropping the gas prices two or three cents. Nothing they seem to do is working. So what do they do? They call in the big guns, ladies and gentlemen. All of those major networks that I just mentioned, including social media giants, are all meeting together at the White House to form this narrative. It's unbelievable. The administration has been briefing major newsrooms over the past week while discussing with newsrooms trends pertaining to job creation, economic growth, supply chains, and many, many more. CNN reports. <laughs> so, I mean, they're telling on themselves. It's truly incredible. The administration has argued that the country's economy is in much better shape than it was last year. CNN reported that the conversations have been productive with anchors and reporters and producers getting to talk with officials. <laughs> Lapdogs, ladies and gentlemen. These people are nothing but lapdogs. So, lap, lap so I'm going to go ahead and give the Dum Dum Award to all of those news stations who are like lap dogs to the Biden administration. We're keen to you. We understand what you're all doing, and that's why you're hemorrhaging and losing your viewers left and right. And you're also losing your viewers because of a guy that I'm about to show you right now by the name of Joe Rogan, who's getting far more viewers than anybody on CNN and has made it his new job, apparently, to go after CNN pundits. This is... <laughs> It's truly incredible, incredible to watch this kind of stuff happen. This is a clip from Joe Rogan going once again in on CNN as a network and all of their pundits as being fake news and nothing but far-left propaganda, and that's why they're going under. I love watching Joe Rogan rip these guys up. I'm always going to play these videos. Check this out. 
<clears throat> well, I think CNN is realizing that the ratings are yeah. and that having these highly polarizing editorial personalities like Stelter and Don Lemon and you know Michael Malice is hilarious. You know what he did? He put up. He goes. Now that Chris Cuomo's gone, who's the alpha male over at CNN? And he put up a poll, and everybody said Anderson Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> I think Anderson Cooper came in first. Yeah. But it's like these they, it's I I personally, maybe maybe this is just my bias. I want the news. Mm. I want objective news. I want someone to tell me what are the facts of what's going on and what's happening. I don't want your ideological slant. Yeah. I don't want this left-wing propaganda network, which is what CNN's become. Boom. The way I look at CNN now is so differently than the way I looked at CNN 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. And that's true. And that and that's exactly true. CNN used to be a pretty decent news station 15 years ago. But they slowly became the devil and they slowly became evil. And now people like Joe Rogan are calling them out. We're going to take one more commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. We're going to come back. I'm going to tell you two pieces of good news before we end the day, as we always do here on Live from America. We'll be right back right after this. Joe Rogan has never sugarcoated anything, says Jen. Terry says, no matter what I do, I can't get Facebook to put me in jail. I don't get it. Well, share more of my stuff. Share more of my stuff and actually put Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, live from America. We'll see what happens then. Uh, hit that rumble button, people, says Laura. Let's at least make it to 1,000 since we have 4,200 people currently watching. Uh, Mountain Tortuga says they have no alpha males because they're all losers on Fox. I love the fact that the poll went out and said, now that Chris Cuomo's gone, who's the alpha male? And they said Anderson Pooper. <laughs> I love the internet sometimes. I truly love the internet sometimes. It's great. Great, great, great. Um, got some good news when we come back talking about North Carolina, some job creation there, and much more. So let's, uh, Jeremy, we need a Christmas from Sven. Sven from the Public Radio Network. I think we better have a Christmas special. Let's come back from this break real quick and we'll end uh, with, with these two stories. And welcome back to Live from America. I don't have much time left, so I want to get into these stories real quick. I got some good news coming from North Carolina. Toyota will build a $1.9 billion battery manufacturing plant for electric cars in uh, Greensboro in central North Carolina, ladies and gentlemen. This project is scheduled to begin on 2000, in 2025 and will create over two thousand jobs so that's great news for the people of north carolina also some really great news to end the show and especially talking about how christianity is, is an, on an upward tick in this country a new movie depicting the birth of jesus christ um called christmas with the chosen the messengers sets a new record on amc's fathom events best-selling and most highly attended release with $9 million in sale this last weekend. And also, look how well the crowdfunded Chosen series is doing, ladies and gentlemen. God is on the move, and you can't beat God. And speaking of crowdfunding, ladies and gentlemen, this show is entirely crowdfunded. If you go to JeremyHerald.com and you like what you see here, you see value, you can help out by buying some great merch or even signing up to be a monthly donor to help fund our efforts here on Life from America. It's going to do it for the show tonight, folks. Remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there is only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, 
and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. It's been a blast having you here tonight. Thank you for joining in, folks, and I will see you tomorrow at 11 a.m. and, of course, once again in the evening for more Live from America. God bless you, and take a look at the store on my way out. See you later, folks. Have a great night. See you later.